Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. It is lovely to be back. Jo, I had last week off for Easter and it was really nice to just spend some time chilling out at home, catching up with all those home things I probably should have done a while ago, attempting to spend some time with my son, but obviously he was a teenager and he had better things to do with his time, but we did spend a bit of time together, which was nice. I've come to the realisation that spending small amounts of time with him works better, particularly in lockdown, um, when we can't really go and do anything. And this week, I wanted to talk about kind of one of the things that's been really resonating with me over the last week and things I've been kind of thinking about, and that's about the power of our words. Yesterday, we had the uh, food issues workshop with Nikki Edwards, which was absolutely fascinating. And she was talking about all the different um, kind of ways that we can use food as a way of control, the emotional impacts of food, the different types of disordered eating that there are around. And it was yeah, really, really fascinating to reflect both myself as an adult and as someone who has always had a bit of a strange relationship with food. Um, I love it. Never any worry about me getting too skinny. Let's put it that way. But at the same time, I know that I emotionally eat and that sometimes food is my crutch. And it was really interesting listening to her talk and and think about how actually I've used food throughout my life at various times. And one of the things that she said was how our own beliefs, particularly around food, obviously, in this case, can impact on our children sometimes without us thinking about it without us meaning to without us intentionally going out and saying something about food to our children and that really got me thinking because our own beliefs are totally inbuilt within us obviously they are they they've been there many you know many times or very often since childhood and we might not even realize what we're saying but i know um over the last few years since my son moved in that I've often said oh I'm too fat I need to lose some weight I shouldn't be eating this I shouldn't be eating that and it hadn't really occurred to me quite how big the impact that could be on him and that sounds crazy doesn't it doing what I do and the power of words but sometimes we don't always stop and think because it's so ingrained in us And think about the impact that we'll be having on our child. And interesting, last week, um, my son and I celebrated seven years of being a family, which was absolutely wonderful. And, you know, really, really nice. And I thought, oh, let's go out and do something, you know. And then I was like, well, we can't really because we're kind of in lockdown. So there's not an awful lot (laughs) we can do. Um, and so we just had it. We had a takeaway and we kind of had a bit of a celebration doing it that way. And it worked really quite well. But I also thought about the fact that all of our celebrations are around food. And that's one of the things that Nikki was saying in this workshop. How often are we using food as a treat for ourselves? And many of us probably do that without even thinking about it. Oh, I've had a really rough day today. I need a glass of wine. Oh, I've done a really good piece of work. I'm going to go and get some chocolate. And food becomes that thing that we associate with lots of different emotions. And then we're teaching that to our children. And I think broadening on that, we can see how when we are 
saying things like that, our children will pick up and learn. And I know my son does that all the time. He also has um, trauma connections to sugar and, and carbs and things like that. But also the more I'm saying, oh, I'm really fat, I need to lose some weight, but then don't actually do anything about it. Or even just saying, God, I'm really fat, I need to lose some weight. Oh, I shouldn't eat this. I shouldn't eat that. I'm making or potentially teaching him the things that I've learned that may not be the best around food or certainly not relevant to him. And we do that in so much of our life, don't we? How often are we saying things like, oh, I don't deserve this or um, I don't look good in this dress or I can't afford that or I shouldn't spend money on that or um, whatever it is, being it positive or negative. And I think we need to be really thinking about how the words we use can directly impact on our children and become their own beliefs Everything we say to ourselves, we start believing over time. Everything we say to our children, they start believing over time. So if we are telling them that unintentionally that they are not good enough or that they're lazy or that they can't manage something or that they mustn't eat too much or that chocolate is bad or they're no good at maths, any of those things, they're going to come to believe it over time. And I don't know how many of you, like me, might say things like, oh, I can't do French. I'm rubbish at it, which I am absolutely useless. Um, And that becomes my belief. Whereas actually, I'm sure if I sat down and did it, I could do it. I, I could speak German very well. So I'm sure if I tried hard enough, I could speak French. But it becomes our belief system in the same way that I'm the fat one becomes our belief system or I don't deserve love or you know, I eat chocolate and there's nothing I can do about it or I don't have any motivation. The more we say things to ourselves, the more they become our belief pattern, the more our children believe it as well. So I think today's podcast really is me reflecting on that and thinking about how I'm aware that we have to be careful of the words we use. I'm aware that I need to be careful of the words and the way I say things to my son and to everybody else. But the last week I just had that real reflection and then the workshop um, yesterday and actually listening to a Facebook Live this morning just really got me thinking about how important the words we choose are from everything. You know, even just saying, God, you're lazy. If you say that enough, you're going to believe it. Whereas if you say, actually, I know I'm really tired, but I'm still going to exercise. It's not about somebody having more motivation than somebody else. It's about the belief we have in ourselves. We motivate ourselves. We believe what we tell ourselves. And I think we have a duty to ourselves to tell ourselves that we are capable, that we can do it, that we can get through this. And that's not to say that we should ignore all the um, the things we can't do or the negatives or the struggles that we have or say we just need to change our mindset, tell us something different and it'll all go away. Of course not. You know, if you have a trauma related issue with food, for example, or, you know, something's happened in your past, of course, therapy is absolutely the right thing to do to help you heal from that. And I think sometimes we believe that we can just change the words and it will go away 
or we think, well, if I just did this, it will go away. Absolutely changing the things we tell ourselves, changing the words we use with our children, accepting every emotion that we might experience is normal and working through those emotions rather than saying, I shouldn't feel like this. What's wrong with me? Acknowledging how we're feeling and accepting it and doing the same with our children is really important. And if we can start thinking about how we're talking to ourselves, then we can start having compassion for ourselves. Then we can start thinking about how we talk to our children and how we help them have compassion for themselves and achieve what they are capable of achieving. And absolutely, if that goes side by side with therapy, then that's what needs to happen. And we have to get rid of this stigma around having therapy, talking to somebody. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. I do it you know, regularly. I have sessions, whether it's with coaches, whether it's with therapists, when I need to. And some is kind of booked in on an ongoing basis to help me work through things because I truly believe it's really important and it's about finding what works for us. And if that helps us reflect on the words we're using when we're talking to ourselves and the words we're using when we're talking to our children, it gives us that space and capacity within our mind to do that, then 100% we should be doing it because we deserve it and our children deserve it. And as we come out of this pandemic, as we start to ease out of lockdown, as we are certainly in England, it's been lovely today being able to pop into some of those non-essential apparently shops to get some bits and pieces. It's also it's exciting and it's fabulous. And I'm like, oh, thankfully, we're, you know, we're getting out of this. But there's a little bit of fear. There's a little bit of anxiety in there as well. And part of listening to what we're saying to ourselves is acknowledging those feelings, but also talking to our children and saying, you know, it's okay if you're anxious right now, because I am a little bit as well. But it's also okay to be really, really excited and really happy that we can go and do things. And it's also okay to be confused. Why can I go into a shop with a load of strangers, but I can't go into my nanny's house? You know, all of these things are what we're telling ourselves. And if we are being compassionate to ourselves, if we're saying, Joe, it's okay that I'm feeling totally different emotions every five minutes of the day at the moment, then we're giving ourselves some space. We are showing ourselves compassion, which is hugely important. We're showing our children that it's okay to feel different emotions throughout the day. And a bit like we're having four seasons of weather down here at the moment in Sussex every day, it seems. And I think our emotions are doing the same. And it's absolutely okay to do those things. So this is what I wanted to share today. And I hope this is making making sense, I suppose, because as I say, over the last kind of week and particularly in the last couple of days, I've had these things that have really got me reflecting on the power of the words we're using. And, you know, often our children will show emotions in ways that we might not think is acceptable. And we might say things to them, you know, you mustn't behave like that. That's not acceptable. What's wrong with you? Why are you hitting your sister? Why are you being unkind to me? It's their way of showing us that they're struggling. And we need to think about the words we're using to show them that we understand and that we're here to help them and support them rather than make them feel worse for not knowing how to express themselves and their emotions in more healthy ways because if we're telling them that they're not doing it right 
that's not necessarily going to help them learn how to do it right and how to move forward. That's going to make things worse over the longer term. So if you are struggling, if your child is struggling, try and take a step back and just think, what am I saying to myself first? What language am I saying to myself? And then, okay, let's think about the language I'm saying to my child and how might that be impacting them? You know, is that helping them or is that hindering them? And I think it can be very easy for us to not necessarily think about the words we're using, not because we're uncaring adults, but because we're busy and we're stressed and we're struggling with our own emotions, particularly at the moment. And we just don't always have the capacity to think about every word we're using. And it's not about every word, but if we can get the vast majority of it right, we're doing really, really well. So this isn't a telling off. This isn't a, a we should be doing it right. If anybody, I'm telling anybody off, it's myself. Um, this is a just a, a think, a reflect. A think about the words that we're using. Think about what you heard as a child and has it helped you or actually was it unhelpful unintentionally? And then take it from there and kind of think, OK, do you know, actually, when I was told that, I don't know, chocolate was bad for me or I was no good at maths or I was being naughty, how did that make me feel? Did that help me or did that change or create a belief system in me? And, you know, I believe that all children and all adults are innately good. They're innately wonderful people. And we have to help everybody find that thing in them that lights their fire that gets their passion going, that helps them achieve whatever it is they are capable of achieving. Whether that is creating the next, I don't know, spaceship that gets to Pluto or whether it's, you know, learning, I don't know, to drive a bus or to cook a cake, it doesn't matter. It's whatever we can achieve. And I strongly believe we have to get ourselves into a society and help change society so that we help everybody see the best for themselves. And so being kind to ourselves, for me, is where it starts. Because if we can be kind to ourselves, then we can be kind to those around us. And then we can start seeing that ripple of change through society. So that's my reflections for this week. I hope that isn't a load of gobbledygook, can't even say the word. Um, and it makes some sense. As I say, this isn't as much for me as it is for you, but I hope it's helped. Um, and as always, don't hesitate to, you know, jump into my free Facebook group if you want some help and support. Um, it is Connective Parenting Using NVR on Facebook. I'll put the notes in the show notes. We've also got the Connective Parenting Conference coming up in a few weeks um, on the 7th and 8th of May, which I am really excited about. We have got 10 fantastic workshops, all thinking about connection, be it with ourselves, with our children with those around us. So if you want to join us, all the details are on my website, sarahpfisher.com. And again, I'll put a link um, into the Facebook group uh, and into the show notes. So I hope this makes sense. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye. <laughs>